I am speaking with Grammy-nominated baritone and director Jonathan, Jonathan McCullough. It is great to see you. Welcome to Pittsburgh. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. So um, you're a singer, but it, I'm looking at your resume. You're also a director. I don't want to get too far off uh, track here, but tell me a little bit about that. Uh, yeah, so during the pandemic, I, I had always had an interest in directing, but kind of never done it. Uh, and during the pandemic, I had this idea to uh, do a new production of a show called Soldier Songs, which I think they've actually done in at Pittsburgh Opera a couple of years ago. Um, so I started putting it together and I pitched it around and Opera Philadelphia ended up picking it up and it turned into a movie and the rest is <laughs> kind of history. So from that, I, 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 met, I got reacquainted with the National Children's Chorus and he said, oh, you're a directing opera because I was in that chorus when I was a child. And I said, yeah, he's a, we should talk. So then from that came uh, what was, was Vail Opera Camp and is now going to be the National Youth Opera Academy held in Austin. So we're training the next generation of singers, directors, conductors, stage managers to kind of give them a, a, a leg up as they apply to colleges. Is that how you got interested as a youngster in this chorus? Uh, yeah, so I, I sang in this chorus, which was then called the Paulus Choristers in L.A. Uh, then it became the, it expanded, became the National Children's Chorus. Um, and I took a little break to try to play football, which I was no good at. <laughs> then I, uh, I did an opera camp myself at L.A. Opera, and that's what got me into singing. And they said, you know, you can actually go to school for this. And I was like, what? Really? People go to school to do this? They said, yeah. So I applied and ended up going to Curtis for seven years i did my undergrad grad and postgrad there and then went off into the wide wide world of not sports but singing <laughs> you must have found a great teacher at curtis yes i studied with um someone named joan patnode yarnell for a while and then i was uh with who i'm currently studying with is gerald martin moore who runs yale opera mm -hmm. um but my big mentor there was michael eliason who uh ran the department for 30 years and kind of uh acted as a musical father figure basically so here we are with Rossini's The Barber of Seville, and you are the title role. What is this your first time? This is my fourth Figaro and my seventh barber. I was the I was the officer in <laughs> when I was a bit younger. <laughs> That's wonderful. So uh, you're coming back to this. Um, what are you bringing to the character? Um, you know, this is a bit. Uh, we're we're trying some new stuff because you know the the thing with these operas like Bohem and and Barber is they can get a little um, uh, by rote, you know. And and this is uh, we're working the the director and and everyone is working uh, in a really interesting way to get to get a whole new take on a classic. So e even as I'm doing this, you know, this is you sung this aria x amount of times, but it it actually feels new this time so it, it's quite enjoyable from from my point of view too and, and hopefully the audience i'm sure in that uh it's it's a a version of the show that we've never really seen it's a really fresh take and it gives uh people kind of a, an immediacy in that they can see themselves or somebody that they know in these characters not kind of these archetypes of uh, oh there is the, the typical right exactly yeah mm -hmm. so you do have one of the great arias yeah. to sing <laughs> yeah it's uh it's 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 always fun you know it's a little daunting because it's like this aria comes with so much history but um it, it is quite fun to sing and and it's uh you know you you get that 
big burst of music right at the front and it kind of encapsulates everything but it's also a bit of a, a, a vocalese in the and it's it's him just kind of showing off of his I, I do this I do that I'm a man about town and and it's uh so it's kind of cool that you also get the the, the hardest stuff out of the way right at the beginning <laughs> well but you come on stage and do probably one of the hardest pieces in the operatic uh, genre. Yeah, with about with about you know four measures of of ready set go. <laughs> but you do get it out of the way. But uh, so there's that moment. But uh, tell me about some of the other moments. Of course, there's the wonderful duet between you and Rosina. Yeah, and and I mean there's the, I mean that's the thing about this show is it's filled with literally all the hits. So if you've never seen an opera, you're still going to know these things from uh, whether it's Bugs Bunny or a car commercial. Uh, there's there's something that you can go, oh yeah, I, I know this, I know this one. And I talk to people who know n- nothing about opera, like family members, and I say, oh I'm doing the, you know, na 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 na. They go, oh yeah yeah yeah, and they say, oh maybe I'll come see this one. I'm like, yes, you should come to the opera. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so uh, getting together with this cast, it sounds like it's a really good, uh, actually very talented group of people. Yeah, I've uh, I've worked with uh, Stephanie, the Rosina, once before, um, and Musa, uh, also in Philadelphia. So this is the second time we've performed in Pennsylvania together, which is kind of nice. Um, and uh, meeting a whole bunch of new friends, too. But it, it is kind of... Uh, this wonderful camaraderie that clicks right away with with a show like this um plus the way that uh that we're working in the stagings really gets everybody um to have that kind of chemistry on stage that we're developing off stage as well mm-hmm. as as these friendships and developing you know people that you've seen in shows that you've done over the years and stuff yeah it's always nice to be able to you know just make these friendships that really last a lifetime and, you know you, you you do a gig with somebody and then you you become very close and then you know you're off for another three years here and there they're over there and then you come back and it's like you pick up right where you left off which is kind of nice so there's the trio in uh the last act where the two of them are googly eyes with each other and you're like let's go come on let's go I'm like we got we got stuff to do. Can we go? And then and then all of a sudden, why well, I don't want to ruin it if any, no one's if someone hasn't seen it. But but hijinks certainly ensue. Uh, but yeah, so I mean that's actually kind of also one of my favorites. It's the eleven o'clock number, you know, and uh, and it, it's I mean again musically, it's Rossini was just a, a a true master at what he did. And it works in your voice. You have fun singing this type of repertoire. Yes, yeah. It's it's it sits a little higher, which I do enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, there's a there's a couple of high A's in the trio, which by then you're nice and warmed up. <laughs> so so the the A's are a little bit easier. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jonathan, thank you so much for taking uh, your valuable time and speaking with me today. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah.